Welcome to We Are Batty. I'm Addy Thomas. I'm Ben Milton. We are Batty. We are one. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, bro. Batty buddies. Batty buddies. You good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. That's awesome, man. I'm excited about today's topic. Yeah, movies. We could oh, we could do this. Could just be a movie podcast easily for how much we love. Yeah. Although we would pivot to a TV podcast. It would turn at some into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what we should do politics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that for a little. And all of a sudden, we pivot to comics. Oh yeah. And then, then it goes religion and spirituality. Full circle back to Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some stability in our life, apparently. <laughs> well, we're predictable. Yeah. We're predictable. <laughs> if nothing else, we're we're easily bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my, I, you know what, it, it's one of the best things and also one of the worst things yeah. about my personality. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. Because <laughs> it's one of the worst things about your personality, but oh, it's whatever. not one of the best it's things. It's not even part of my personality. We, we've been saying we when you, I mean uh, you, you. you. Oh, are you suggesting that you're not ADD at all? Okay, I'm not saying that. I don't have a little bit of it. Oh, okay. It's more of a sleep issue than it's an ADD issue. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay. I fall asleep anywhere and everywhere, no matter Absolutely. what. And I could even be super interested in a topic, but I will fall the fuck asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I know. Yeah. I absolutely know that about you, but it's a health issue. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to break break any hip make any HIPAA violations or anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stepped in that one. Damn. <laughs> God, uh, can't say anything anymore. Yeah, this one's a tough one today, though, because we're talking top five movies. Top which five. You got to really narrow it down. The best and, and, of the best. And the problem is, like, it becomes a little overloaded with a, a few pop culture movies, and that's not that doesn't like explain all my interests as a viewer. You oh, know, okay. like I didn't get any indie movies in here, and I'm not that big into indie movies, which is why it didn't make it into my top five, and which is why I resisted it. But like. I, I was I kind of tr- I tried to approach it by like I was trying to approach it by like all right superhero and other categories or something you know but or so animation or comedy oh interesting yeah but you didn't just like I just went I went through I went through IMDb yeah it, it and became their top one hundred and yeah. I just went no 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 oh no, yeah no yes yeah no no. Yeah, yes. I mean, and then I refined it from there. Of like, is there, you know, and then I was like, okay, is there anybody else that I would really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a choose? pretty good knowledge of what I consider a lot of my like top like twenty movies. I'd say, okay, you know, but top five. So, what what is your definition of what a top five movie is? I think it. Might I mean, be this change obviously it changes. I think it might be different. So I, this is what I'd like to ask also as we go into each movie for you. Like, w- do you think there's something in this movie that reflects something of your personality? Because I do think <laughs> there, I I think number five, I know the answer. Uh, but I will say, uh, I like, I do think there's something about each movie that does reflect a little bit of my personality or the way I lean oh. in, in, in different ways or what I believe or something like there is something intrinsic about like each of these movies, which is why some of those, the, some of the indies didn't make it uh, right. for, for me. Cause I love the, like, I, I'll just say right now, I fucking love Pulp Fiction and 
I'd like to say Reservoir Dogs is my favorite Tarantino movie, but honestly, I've watched Pulp Fiction far more than I've watched Reservoir Dogs. So it's obvious, like, I like... prefer that one. Yeah, Yeah. and Pulp Fiction is more fun, too, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, for sure. So much more quotable. I mean, fuck, the moment where Travolta is just leaning over the backseat and the gun is just there Mm -hmm. is... Like, I remember watching that for the first time and just, like, saying, oh, shit, this is not going to go down well. (laughs) And and when it goes off, I laugh like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) So well telegraphed. It's a beautiful scene. It is. It's a beautiful scene, man. Tarantino... Tells, yeah. a, tells an amazing story. But if I was even to say what's my favorite indie, I don't know if that's the movie that I would say put there. I like I Mall Rats if, or Dogma. I don't know if Pulp Fiction quite counts as an indie. Oh yeah, it does. Hell yeah, it does. I mean, it was out. It was Miramax. I don't know. I mean, Reservoir Dogs was his first his breakout, mm-hmm. but Pulp Fiction was like it's yeah, not it was, like yeah he wasn't quite. That's what made him the household name. Yeah. But that was a pretty big film. But I had a pretty decent budget. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why a, that's I where That's where I quibble a little bit about the independent aspect mm. of Pulp Fiction. I see, I see what you it say. It had a decent budget. That, that's because I also like Jojo Rabbit. for Like, mm-hmm. I love Taika Waititi. But Jojo Rabbit was his, like, fuck you money movie. Right. Like, after he right. did, you know, uh, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. Right. right. It was like, here's his, you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. And it, it was Jojo Rabbit. So it's indie, but it's not indie, right. you know? Right. So it's too but well like, funded to truly be indie. Yeah, like uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is, I, I still think, right. it's very that's indie. indie. That's, yeah. what, that's, that's indie my film. favorite that's film. That's his indie his. film. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you know? I think you labeled Jojo Rabbit correctly if that's yeah. his fuck you money film. Yeah. 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 But then, like, I would have to say, like, of indie filmmaking, like, Dogma or Mallrats is probably my favorite. Love Mallrats. Yeah. Dogma... Again, I think you're getting into the Miramax. That's a little further. Yeah, that's part of that '90s deep, boom. That's deep in yeah. his career where he yeah. is. And you know, was or right at, sorry, yeah. Ben and Matt have wings. Is the, is the name of that movie? I forgot. <laughs> According to Burt Kreischer. <laughs> yeah, I really want that to be a. That needs to be a regular podcast. I would listen to that podcast. Kevin Smith and Burt and uh, Burt Kreischer, Kreischer talking the, about movies. Just talking. Yeah. Just talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun to hear somebody who's just like who keeps Kevin like like looking at him like what is he gonna say next? Yeah. Like, well, those two fun. guys are such good podcasters on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, Bert is one of those people. Like, I don't necessarily listen to everything he guests on, but like Bobby Lee, I like Bobby Lee. Uh, Burton, Kevin Smith are three guys like I might listen to a brand new podcast I've never just lo- because yeah just because they're such good guests you know or and mm-hmm. hosts too yeah you know 100% <laughs> yeah uh, alright let's get into it man yeah. we've been dancing around the the issue let's get into it I didn't put these in a particular order, so you may be surprised as I read them off. Yeah, I this order can change, and like I haven't even totally decided on one of these movies because it could change which day. Yeah, you're asking me, and that's true of this entire list. Always, I think. Yeah. Uh, but these tend to be up on the, uh, like at least four of these tend to be on the top five or ten all the time. Yeah. So, uh, my number five, uh, Prince of Egypt, man, that movie is fucking amazing. I, don't don't laugh, don't laugh. That movie is fire. Stop. <laughs> There, there is are very few. Like, first off, you know my history with Bible movies. <laughs> ben Hur probably think, would have been. You think here. you'd pick a better one? <laughs> How is Prince of Egypt a bad one to pick? Which one is Prince of? Is that's the cartoon, right? Yeah, the animated one. Okay. 
What? Uh, I, I, I can't believe you're throwing shade at that movie. That did, movie is a I would classic. take Ten Commandments over that all day what? long. All day Ten, long. Ten Commandments is amazing. All day long. So let it be written. So let it be done. All, is a quote it's I iconic. go to all the time. Yeah. Every every Moses story. Even this every one biblical. uses the same robe that Moses wore. Yeah, I get it. It's the best. It, it, it's amazing. It is. It is great. But Prince of Egypt is just a little bit better because it also makes Ramses and uh, – because here's the thing. Ten Commandments doesn't have a heartbreaking moment. Prince of Egypt fucking does <laughs> because here's the thing. They make Ramses and, and Moses tight so yeah. that when – like so all this shit happens, like actually splits them. And like there's some heartbreaking moments with that shit because okay. I quote Prince of Egypt almost as much as I quote uh, Ten Commandments. Maybe it's because I hang out with J. Mike a lot more yeah, in our ride. YouTube yeah. goofballs would like that movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. I can't. Judgment. When was the last time you watched that movie? Uh, the first time I saw it. It's such a good movie. Didn't do it for me. Also has a great animated version of Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin too. That alone <laughs> also puts them up because that as the nice. magicians. Yeah, that is nice. It's a good. Good, good, good. No, it, you know it's a good movie. It, yeah, it, it is a good movie. I'm surprised. Fantastic it made, cast. This is why. I, this is why I asked. Like, what yeah. is your criteria for top five movies? Yeah. How did this make it? The how an- did this beat out so many other movies? I think the other thing that le- gives leans helps this movie lean into my top five is my interest in animation. Recently, like this is such a beautifully animated movie. Right from the first frame, the music is fucking fantastic. All the way through, the voice acting is really, really good. All the way through, it's it's it, yes, Ten Commandments is also a classic, but this gives a very unique perspective on the Moses story that is that wasn't done in any of those other movies. Like they've always kind of made Moses and Ramses rivals in a lot of those movies. So like to to make it a relationship where it's 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 more heartbreaking and like there's a genuine love for each other. And 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 a falling out like like there there is so much more emotion to this one, so like I like even his like the pain of him seeing Egypt fall apart the way that he does because like he this was you know this is his home and everything like th- th- this adds so much to it that I like I I don't I don't know man like th- this is a this is a really great movie like this is one of the best animated movies of all time it's not the best. Uh, I have two other ones that I, I like a little bit more on it. But, like, this, like, has my reflection. What, what's what's also nice about this, this one is a little bit more religiously agnostic. Because sometimes every now and then in a Moses movie that's made by Christians, they'll sneak in a little, like, all right, we're setting the path up for Jesus here, you know? But this one is a little bit more friendly to both, like, Jews and uh, to Christians. Tell the story and I think, where it is. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. like, it takes creative license with it. It doesn't feel like it has to be everything you know the bible is like it has a really cool version of the burning bush scene um as well so like even like i yeah there's there's a sense of humor to this movie too which is something that tends to be lacking in moses movies because it's like the civil rights movement of the bible you know so like it tends to they they tend to be very like naturally so like they tend to be a little bit more serious it's christians telling a jewish story yeah and this one was more like uh, because if we let the Jews tell that story, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you'd have soup Nazis in it. <laughs> you'd definitely have Nazis in it. De- I don't know where they, where well, they would come from. Well, there is a from. genocide in this movie, too. There's I mean, definitely Nazis. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, done in a really creative way, like the hieroglyphic scene <clears throat> with so, some of the songs when they're retelling, like the the death of the firstborn. Okay, okay, but that okay. So there's there's a lot of really creative use of animation uh, throughout this movie too. So okay. yeah, th- this again, this is one of those things where animation can tell stories in a way that you just can't do it in live action, mm-hmm. and I think this fully takes advantage of that. So yeah, like the, this is this is. Again, sense of humor, uh, the the what they do with the animation, the angle for the story. Uh, it's such a human way to tell the story, not just a like, you know the like. Again, I love. Don't get me wrong, I love the big, bold like Charlton Heston, like the voice of God that of uh, like the the almost impervious version of Moses that that is. Like he it, it's it's he's amazing, but this more vulnerable version of him is also like such a great take on him too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool cool. cool. The Moses story is easily my favorite in the Bible. So. Okay. All right, so that probably marks it up a little bit. I yeah. it's just a, I I there's there's a lot of animation that I think is better than that. Th- trust me, there's a lot of animated movies I I, I like a lot. Too so like this. This is a very hard conversation because, like, <laughs> I yeah, don't know. There isn't. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, well what, okay. Like, what? Hold on. I I want to know like what comes to mind when oh, some any, of the animation. Any Studio Ghibli movie? Okay. Yeah. You're. Yeah. That I know. I know. But I haven't. I'm not as well versed there. Yeah. 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 No, and that's. You're. That probably you you, you yeah. Princess Mononoke okay, would probably immediately knock this off, knowing that I'm a Filoni Ghost fan of, and wolves Ghost and the shit. Guy, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell would, yeah. I, there, yeah there, there's tons of anime that I yeah. I would put on that list. Yeah, that, that but are I, I than also that. think the the thing that's also important about this movie is that the the biblical story that's representative of who like right. who I am and my background right. is also a big part of it too. So I think right. this still would have a pretty high appearance because of that. Yeah. So that that still makes a big difference. Yeah, you have the advantage of not having seen as many movies as I do. Right. Right. Or I have just because yeah. I'm so much older than you are. Well, and also yeah, you also had a lot of freedom to watch a lot of good movies too. Yeah. <laughs> That helped. Yeah, that, that a makes a, that makes a huge those, difference. Those teenage years where I really delved heavy yeah. into horror. Oh yeah, paying off. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't get a chance to oh. watch any of those then. Fucking crazy. There's a lot of World War II I movies. I can't watch. I, I got still... a chance to watch uh, a Braveheart then, which was nice. That finally that that came on the board. I'm glad you mentioned. Yeah, it because that is my number five movie. Oh it's... shit! It changed from what you have here. Yeah. Oh snap! I thought we were going to talk about how much you enjoy crawling through shit. <laughs> That's coming up. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah that that uh, that movie's amazeballs. I love Braveheart. Uh, amazeballs. Yeah, I get suckered into that movie anytime I see it. Yeah, like I per- like there's channels on on cable that I would purposefully avoid because knowing that they're probably showing Braveheart <laughs> yeah. or. The Matrix, yeah. or you know, or that little, that little like late nineties, early two thousands, those epic films from that period. People have forgotten how awesome they were. They're great, yeah. man. And and that one, that one is such such a good one. Yeah, for it me. really is. Um, it's just Mel Gibson just overacting perfectly. Yeah, like you, like a lot of times with Mel Gibson, you're getting. Overacting, and it's like, oh, this is Mel Gibson. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, 
I love Mel Gibson. I love him. I, I know. I, I know. We him. may get some shit for that. <laughs> we I might mean, end up in some I, alt-right channels. <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with his views on Jews. Yeah, definitely not. Not all of them. <laughs> I mean, right. sure I mean, we don't need to keep going down this path. <laughs> there's some, I'm sure, that we could have a discussion on. Uh, all right. But I don't know any. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Well, but that, anyway, the point yeah. is, like, I I think, like, that movie is just ridiculous. And it's yeah. heartbreaking. Like, it ha- it's heartbreaking yeah. in, in a really hard way at the end. Yeah. That, like, he, like gets me. Um, and I remember, like, the first time I saw it, like, being emotional about it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. So good. I credit this movie, Gladiator, and Disney in general for... Uh, a thought process I had earlier that now I'm fortunately done with. Uh, but you remember when The Dark Knight Rises came out, I felt that the inevitable end for it had to be the death of Batman. And I credit it a lot to a movie like this. I because, see that, yeah. Like, the, those movies, like, I they, mean, obviously Braveheart were needed, happening. Yeah. yeah. Braveheart, obviously, that, that you can't change that ending. That's kind oh, of... No, Hollywood <laughs> totally could. <laughs> I, that's true. <laughs> totally could. Gladiator, you could change that ending. Yeah. That's, yeah. you know, but, but, like, those heroic sacrifice moments are, like, for the sake of a greater cause. Yeah. Like, that felt like the telegraphed end to what that Batman series was going to be, since it was all about him being a symbol to inspire a culture. And that's what, you know, William Wallace is. That's what Maximus was, you know, type of thing. So it, it's, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I blame suckered. that. Yeah. You got suckered hard on that. <laughs> I did. Way too hard for yeah. that one. I'm glad I've divorced myself of that, like, expectation, because if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have enjoyed one of the other movies that's on my list. All right. What is your next movie? So, or, what, yeah, what is your next movie? How about the, that? The next movie is South Park the movie. This is fucking all-time great <sighs> for me. God, that movie is funny. And it is always relevant, because... <laughs> Still is relevant. <laughs> it's a... It's <laughs> so true. Nothing's changed. Yeah. It, like, people talk about cancel culture, like, starting... Sure, there's been a wave of cancel culture, mm-hmm. you know, in, the, in like, mm-hmm. the, the mid... Uh, or the, 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 like, after 2012, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It, it started Start to really, really... ramp yeah. up again. Yeah. But uh, it's always been around. Definitely the, the people who start each of those waves is a little bit different. Yeah, sometimes you know? it comes from the yeah. right, sometimes it comes yeah. from the you left. Yeah, you remember Tipper Gore, obviously, was a little bit yeah. more on this, yeah. inspired this one, but... You know, uh, or you know, whatever moms against whatever. You know, Bad, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are those were the conservative moms. Tipper yeah. Gore was the, the liberal, liberal moms. Yeah, and yeah, there's you know, there's always some group that's trying to gain power by telling right. you to shut up or and tell to you censor what you something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so this, but this movie is fucking fire all the way through. All the, the way. songs are classic. Yep. They are regular. Favorites for Dude, me. I still sing Uncle Kyle's Fucker, mom. Kyle's mom. I sing that up all there. the time. <laughs> La Resistance. La Resistance. Yeah, <laughs> some great. There's some classics there. Yeah, you're I, right. That movie. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, without. I mean, obviously, you know, this isn't a you know South Park as a TV show is an all time favorite for me as well. Mm-hmm. And the, this is one of the the best movies I've I've ever seen. I I, I it is always. Oh, always! I I can always laugh from this movie. You know, I've yeah. never I've never watched and not laughed. Yeah, it's it, so. it's funny. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, with you and on that and one. again, like representative personality. Like, I mean, irreverent enough hits a lot of the topics I'm into, and yeah, just fucking classic. <laughs> 
I like uncle fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's EZMK. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> what would Brian Boitano do? Oh, my God. That's a great one. You I know, obviously, uh, uh, what, what's what's the other song from the credits? Oh. The the big one that um or is that from Team America? America fuck yeah. That's a, that's Team America. Okay, that was Team America. Yeah, but yeah. then uh there is the Michael McDonald song in the eyes of a child. If you stay long enough in the credits, that's also really, really good. <laughs> that gets like starts off really like a normal song, but then progressively becomes weirder and darker by the end. Trey Parker is a goddamn master. Yeah, they're insane. Yeah. Those guys are geniuses. Bless them. Yeah. They're doing the Lord's work. Uh, my next movie yes. uh, is going to be Shawshank Redemption. Okay. Speaking of crawling through shit. <laughs> I mean, I it's love great. That movie. God, that movie is so good. I mean, that tends to be often like considered one of the like the number one all-time movies. Like that, like alongside Citizen Kane, I see people like... Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. I mean, I yeah. love it. It's so well done. Yeah. It's so well done. It's so quotable. Yeah. It's so because this is Morgan Freeman. I mean, <laughs> right? Get live busy living, living are you? Or you get, get busy, busy dying. dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think that all the time when I hear J. Mike talk. <laughs> it just goes <laughs> off in my head. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I can it. I, it's so good. I, I, you know, <sighs> who wrote and directed that? I don't know. It was why written I... by Stephen King. It's a Stephen King short That's story. Right. That's right. Okay. I forget who. Did direct I don't know that. why that never sticks with me as a Stephen King movie. Because it's a sh- it's a short story. Yeah, it's not one of his books, so nobody ever thinks about, and it's not a horror story. Right, right. So nobody really ever really thinks that it's Stephen. Like you know, I mean, fans do obviously. But sure. Like I remember like being shocked. I was like Stephen King. Like there wasn't anything yeah. horror scary. Yeah, exactly. Or like what the hell? Uh, who did direct that? Uh. It was Frank Darabont. Oh, dude from uh, early seasons of Walking Dead. I think he did the first two seasons or something. Oh, is that who that was? I think so. What happened to him? Oh, yeah, showrunner for The Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. Which were the two best seasons of The Walking Dead. They really were. They should (laughs) have kept him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like like they made a mistake. (laughs) So yeah, so that that's that's my uh, number four, Shawshank. Yeah. I love that movie Damn. so good. All right, yeah, yeah, it's definitely worthy of being in that list. Uh, my number three, uh, I mean, I I had out like I needed to put a, like a, a superhero movie of some sort on here. I felt because I feel like Why? I love superhero movies. Like they they are the thing that brings me back to the theater. Uh, consistently. <laughs> because it's the only thing in the theater. <laughs> well, I mean, there are plenty of other movies that I would want, to, that I've wanted to see, but, like, I won't go see them on a, on a big screen, you know? Okay. Uh, like, I'll say, I, I, you know, this one's worth waiting for streaming, you know? Even if it, even if it's, like, this like looks like a, fun. It's, it's like a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, like, like, I'm not going to go. I'll wait. Uh, yeah, I, as much as I want to see Asteroid City, like, yeah. and I'm hearing really, really good stuff about it. I'm sure it's it. great. Yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see that at home. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not spending the money to go yeah. see that theater, and I adore Wes Anderson. Yeah, but he's an incredible filmmaker. Yeah, um, but uh, like I was thinking, like, all right, like there, there are a lot of contenders for like top superhero movie. Like, no, I, there's not for I know me. You, yeah, no, there's there's you no th- question. You think this was a, this was an obvious one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I love Logan. 
Like, but not as much as I love Logan. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably true. <laughs> I've watched it quite a few times. I've probably seen it more than you have. You probably have yeah. because I cry like a bitch yeah, that, half of that movie. Oh yeah, I do. I do too. Don't don't get me wrong, man. Um, I mean, I love Iron Man three. You yeah. know, uh, I you love, love the love first Iron much. Man. You don't love it nearly as much as the movie that's about to come out of your mouth. Yeah, because this one—it's not even. There's not a close second. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Is not up a, there. Not a close second. Really? No. Oh, I love Ragnarok. I know you do. Or Ragnarok and Roll. I wanted to call it that even before it came out. <laughs> and it did. It's true. But I know I know you, and I know yeah. how much you like this. All movie. right, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So, and obviously. it could be any of the three volumes. But I'm going to go out and say volume three is, is the most recent one you've seen. Is the most. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, it, it, it sticks the landing. Okay. It really sticks to the landing, so, uh, and, like, I, I'm, you know what, I'm going to say two. Two is the most personal for me. Okay. Uh, two is the one that hit me in the feels in a way I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, just with it sort of, like, the the mixture of, like, the found family theme is fucking amazing with that one. Sort of how it deals with parental trauma and fight and who you are as a part of that mm-hmm. is very interesting. I also think it made me feel like a little tried to be a little bit more understanding of like my own circumstances. Uh, with like it like it felt like sort of a click for me. Mm-hmm. So that's why like that movie like two in particular resonates with me. I've heard people do, they, you know they like one better than two. One has a lot more laugh out loud moments. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack in one is a little bit more poppy mm-hmm. than two is. I love I actually like two soundtrack a little bit better. Uh-huh. Um, because it's a little bit more unknown compared to one. Um, but uh, but fuck yeah, I I mean, again, it's irreverent. It's fun. You know, it's it's kind of like I I think it's like the modern like if if we didn't have new Star Wars movies, I'd say this is the modern Star Wars. Like this is the spiritual successor to Star Wars in a way because mm-hmm. it's got a lot of the that vibe of like the like the fun and you know the sci-fi fantasy you know vibe, but like it, it it's not all about canon. It's about telling like a good. Human character, yeah, human character and thematic story. Yeah. Character and theme are far more important than all the other details. Right, it does a good good enough job with all those other details. Yeah. But at the end of the, the the day, for me, character and theme are the king of any movie that I watch. So, gotcha. uh, so yeah, uh, I mean, th- there's so many things you could talk about with Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, Rocket and Groot. I already loved Rocket and Groot even before those movies came out. You know, but uh, I I remember, I remember uh, like looking at that when when they announced Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was just like, this is where the MCU is gonna either fuck up or they're gonna show that this shit is for real. And this is after Avengers was already out. Yeah, and I like I like I was still kind of like a little bit more of a DC fan at this point because Batman, even with the the. Like abomination that was Green Lantern had come out, but at least I had Green Lantern the animated series to still like hold me over. Like Green Lantern obviously is my favorite superhero, but uh, I remember I got I got a uh, like a a pass to see like a special preview of this movie. It wasn't like the full move full movie. They showed a a particular scene and then they showed a trailer, so it was just like a fifteen minute thing. Uh, But you got to see it in the theater. It was really cool. Like you got a special poster from it and everything. Um, And I, I went to see it in downtown Silver Spring. And it was it was the prison break scene. 
Oh, okay. And I love that scene. I mean, that scene shows off the char- each of the characters in such a fun way. Yeah. It introduces them and very efficiently tells you who each of them are. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Rocket doing the whole bit with, like, the Still arm. the arm. <laughs> or the leg for that <laughs> guy. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, just the fun of, like, when they're explaining the heist and Groot just goes over and grabs the battery Clunk. and <laughs> throws everything into gear. Like, just the, the comedy of, like, the movement and the framing of that. Yeah. Like, felt almost a little Wes Anderson in the like for mm-hmm. a, like a, a moment yeah, of it. The weird yellow jumpsuits, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, th- there's a lot. There's a lot of weird and unique in this movie, mm-hmm. and I I I love James Gunn. I'm excited about what he can do with DC. You know, yeah, I hope he revitalizes it. And yeah, really makes it special because he, he really seems to understand he, like characters. Because with Peacemaker and Suicide Squad, he did the same thing. It yeah. wasn't like he just did a repeat of Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like, here's all the things that I loved about Guardians of the Galaxy, and here it is in Suicide Squad, and here it is in Peacemaker. Sure, you see his identity as a filmmaker in those movies, but you saw what was appropriate to those characters and to their arcs in it. My, my only fear, and it's a very minor fear. Yeah. It's not a big fear. My only fear is that he's shown that he can handle sort of the odd, unknown characters yeah. really, really well. What is it when he gets the big What's ones? What's he going to do when he gets Superman? Well, here's the thing. He's doing. He's writing Superman, so yeah. it, we're yeah. going to we're gonna know we're gonna very quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's either going to work or it's not. Yeah. I hope it does. Yeah. And I, I think it probably will, but I saw an interesting we've never interview. seen him do that. I saw an interesting interview with him about like his top fi- five favorite superhero movies, and the original Superman was one of them. And it was there was a really interesting thing that he said about um, about the character of Superman. It wasn't just like the good feeling, like all of those, like yeah, those are all part of who Superman is, like you know. But there was also sort of the wink at the camera that he has when he does it. Like he really loves being Superman. Yeah, and, and that's something that, as much as I love Henry Cavill. Like, it was that was the opposite. Take. The Zack Snyder movies just didn't like they were too emo. They were too mm-hmm. like I'm tortured, mm-hmm. you know. This is such a burden. I, I'm the I'm the yeah. last son of Krypton. I have all of this weight on me, you mm-hmm. know. I, I mean, already the character doesn't really hold up for me to begin with. So it's going to be a tall order to sell me on Superman. And they make me oh he can do anything and he's impervious to everything yeah. and he's perfect. Oh, that poor guy. Right. I mean, I, I know I'm gonna ha- <laughs> there's gonna be a certain amount of that. I just have to like. That's I just got to deal with, and that's fine. But I want to enjoy a Superman movie. Yeah, I don't want to. I, it's not, I don't want to. You like, can't convince me to feel bad for this guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> you just can't. Like yeah. I, I can't be sympathetic to yeah. him. any problem he has. Yeah, I'm not that like, sympathetic. Towards. He loses his parents, but he doesn't really know he loses his parents. Like, yeah. and he has like the best parents you could possibly get. <laughs> He's Unless it's Kevin he, Costner, <laughs> who tells him, hide your abilities. You should let those kids die. <laughs> Honestly, yeets out in a tornado <laughs> his first chance Because he, he didn't want to continue his marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Diane Lane? He wanted to turn that down? I mean, Pockett got, got some back in the day. <laughs> Ever see uh, uh, when, uh, Bull Durham back in those days? <laughs> Kevin Costner was getting it. That's true. That's that is true. Um, Hell, even Kevin Costner is accepted in the black community <laughs> for Whitney because of Whitney Houston. <laughs> it's true, it's true <laughs> for life, right? Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I hope he makes. A, I hope he makes good movies. Yeah, I, I hope do he too. makes good good movies with likable characters. Makes sort makes brings some fun back to yeah. DC. 
everything in DC feels really catastrophic right now. Yeah, yeah. Everything everywhere seems really catastrophic right now. Like in the news and so in real yeah. life, we, we oh yeah, a sonic boom and a plane that went down uh, <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Right? Jenny was like, "Did you hear the sonic boom?" I was like, "No." Yeah, I know. I didn't either. She's I was like, like yeah, "Yeah, apparently they had to scramble jets." Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see a mushroom cloud. I guess we're all <laughs> right, right. We're good for today. <laughs> but maybe we, we should to... move a full <laughs> further out. Guess <laughs> we don't have to like tape the windows shut. <laughs> we'll be all right. Um. Yeah. So it. I don't. I don't. That that the Guardians is a great movie, man. Yeah, it's a great movie. I, I Any adore of those them. Guardians could be. Yeah, are, are great. I, yeah, I. I mean, from that special though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you and I both watched that together. We both were crying. Yondu's death. All sorts of coming out through that movie. Well, and him, him resisting ego and then realizing Yondu was the father. Yeah. That he didn't necessarily appreciate. But it was still a rough relationship. It wasn't yeah. a perfect relationship by any means. But it, there was, but it was a valuable relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, there's something really beautiful to that realization. To seeing all those other characters also like experience some growth in mm-hmm. that movie too was really, yeah. really cool. So yeah, it's a very yeah. emotional film. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. It's a really, really good one. My next movie. Is Unforgiven. That's a that's a classic. That's a really great one. Got it is of all of Clint Eastwood's westerns. Yeah, it's my favorite. And even I over love, the Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Good, Bad, and the Ugly is like maybe third or fourth for me. Really? Yeah, I like Outlaw Josie Wales. Oh, that's a good one. Too. I like yeah. A Few Dollars More. Yeah, A Man with No Name. Yeah, and then maybe Good, Bad, and the Ugly. The good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah, yeah. Those are all like I love. I love those movies. I loved westerns growing up. Sure. I didn't know I did until recently. Like, yeah, I well, it's like, an old man realization. Well, you go, you go. God, I'm tired of watching like superhero, superhero movies. movies. Yeah. Like, you know what I'd really like? I'd really love the to see the old a version of superhero movies. Westerns, <laughs> right? The only hero, the only superhero anybody had was being able to shoot people in the chest. Yeah, faster than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. And everybody yeah. had the same superpower. Yeah, I. You know what movie I adore as a western it is uh, High Noon. Uh, that the old one, one, the original. Yeah, the original with uh, Gary. Uh, uh, yeah, because uh, like just the like the impending like the buildup of the time mm-hmm. to that yeah. to that moment, mm-hmm. fucking amazing. Yeah, Great. westerns. It, it's it's weird because it's just like we're definitely not in a space to have westerns again, just because of all the the politics of that mm-hmm. and sort of the cultural uh, the cultural baggage that comes with that now. So it'll be really interesting to see if Westerns can ever reinvent themselves. Um, I think it'll have to, to be relevant again. Uh, I mean, I guess Yellowstone is a really big deal. You don't think so? No, I don't think you have to reinvent. I I guess it depends on what you mean by reinvent. So reinvent is maybe the wrong word, but I think they need to readjust the perspective a little bit um, in terms of who are those heroes? Because I think it's one of those things where we, I think we want a little bit of vulnerability in our heroes and Western heroes tend to not have that. That's, that's what that, what you're saying is you can't tell that kind of story. No, no, no. It's not that I'm not saying you can't. I I'm just thinking right now, what resonates with people like culturally, like we're we're in a place where right now, like therapy is such a big deal. Like every but like 
not only do you hear ads for it constantly, but everybody is talking about like talking to their therapist and like. Everybody's very sensitive right now. (laughs) Exactly. Really fucking sensitive. Westerns don't lend themselves (laughs) to that. If that if if that makes sense. I I think you're underestimating westerns. Yeah. I think you're severely underestimating westerns and. Like, like, especially films like Unforgiven. Yeah. Or 310 to Yuma. Right. Well, I love 310 to Yuma. It's one of my absolute favorites. Okay, yeah, because there's a lot of emotional baggage in those films. Right. I think you there's... need more 310 to Yuma than you need, like, The Good, Bad, and The Ugly, is what I mean. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think, but that, I think that also has to do with, like, we're used to better stories. Yeah. We're used to better storytelling. Than sure. That. It's like saying, like, oh, I didn't, you know, like, yeah, movies are better in the 2000s than they were in the 70s. Right. Oh, well, did, shit. Well, let me ask you, did you watch the <laughs> remake of The Magnificent Seven? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just because that story's been told so many times and retold in different forms, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a retelling of Seven Samurai. But yeah. um, it, it's, it was okay. There's a little bit of, uh, casting was wrong. Yeah, in, in some of that, like they do, you know, they did a little bit of stunt casting. Yeah, and it didn't work. Um, I like Chris Pratt. Yeah, but I didn't but like not him in that, that role. I didn't yeah. like him in that movie. Yeah, I agree that with was, you. That wasn't. I love Chris Pratt. That wasn't yeah. the right movie. That was not the right role for him. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> and so, and, and that was a pivotal role, a pivotal role to right. make that movie work. Yeah, because that's supposed to be the one character that you identify with and really like and yeah. feel for. Right, and it was just like. It was a little work. too much bravado, yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. It yeah. was, it was, he was a little too soft. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because uh, you know, you're, like, you're still a Western. Like, you yeah. still want a tough guy. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think we're, I think the pendulum's going to swing the other way. Yeah. Culturally. Totally. Yeah. That, that yeah, peop, like, people are already, like, kind of, like, identifying, like, like he, I don't want to get into the politics of it. Yeah, but, no, but, like, I know, I know. But, like, it's like, a weird the, conversation the, to have without mentioning politics. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, I think that pendulum's swinging the other way. Yeah. That, like, we, we've kind like, as a culture, like, we're starting to go, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, this doesn't make sense. And, like, we kind of went too far, and so there's going to be a pushback and a pullback. Sure. And then it's going to swing too far the other way. Of course, and then always. Gonna, yeah, yeah, and then it's going to jerk back, the, you know. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes in the middle, you get, like, really good sweet spots in a couple of years of, of great art. Right. As a result, but right. I think that I think that probably in the next ten years we'll start seeing movies more in line with the thematics of of a uh, of a western. Yeah, like I mean, I, I think there's a lot of really great stories to tell. I think yeah. there are a lot of great human stories to tell. You know, I I saw an article from Taika Waititi today talking talking kind of about this about his comments were. He was telling movie uh, executives that he was kind of tired of the whole diversity, equity, and inclusion stuff. Oh no way! That's cool. Um, and, and not for the reasons that 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 a lot of right well, wing that a lot of right wingers. Right, no, because coming for. from Taika, it's definitely not going to be a right wing thing. No, but definitely it's definitely not. like his, in terms of his point. He wants a fresh like, perspective. His point was like, yeah, I, w- I just want a fresh perspective. He's yeah. like, you know, they keep coming to us and asking us like, what do we do? Yeah. And he's like, here's what you do. Like, you guys screwed this up. You figure out how to fix it. Right. Here's the voices that are marginalized or smaller. Give us control. Yeah. Let us make our own movies right. the way we want to make them without influence of having a white 
showrunner or a white, you know, whoever yeah. doing this for us and let us tell us let us tell our own stories. Yeah. Cool. I, I completely buy into that. I completely agree with that if you can find an audience for it. If an audience will support the art, yeah. More power to you. Make exactly. The art, yeah. You know. Are are you gonna have mainstream success? Maybe not. Oh, you did. I will say for my number one movie, you did. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. But but not but it was all, because but, of how they handled it. I think. Yeah, and not yeah. always. Yeah. And it, but it it doesn't always happen. It's for sure. not a guarantee. And that but that's true mean, of any movie. But that doesn't mean that anybody's racist. It, I totally agree. Yes, it doesn't yeah. mean that it, because because it didn't find a wide appeal of audience or it didn't hit with every single audience right. that that you wanted it to. That doesn't mean that that audience right. is racist. I, I think the the issue. The problem is there are a lot of times in this culture war that people get blamed like the audiences are racist, and that's not the issue. The problem is you the decisions that the executives are making are too demographic-focused sometimes. They aren't willing to take risks, and they, they'll say, well, this black movie didn't work, so we're going to be a little bit more gun-shy about yeah. it. That's where the I think that I, and I wish more people would clarify that in this discussion. Yeah. Because and I do because I it's funny because I want to talk a little bit about that in my number one movie, but we'll 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 get a little bit more. The uh, Taika's other other uh, uh, comment sort of that that caught my eye about uh, kind of dovetailing is that um, he was like I I, I don't want to have like a quota of like I got to have one of these one of these one of these right. and one of these one of these. He's like. I didn't grow up that way. Yeah, nobody, nobody grows up that way. Nobody I know in <laughs> yeah. any group grows yeah. up that way where right. it's like, well, we got one Spanish kid, one Asian kid. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's like, uh, what? Like, yeah. that's not how communities generally work. It's just not realistic. Yeah. It would be great. Like, it's great. Like, that's the goal. Yeah. But it generally doesn't work that way. And so, like, let's stop. Like, I think, you know, when that feels very pandering to a lot of people. Totally. And it's just like, okay, like, that you've. You've taken me out of a realistic situation that I can identify with. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, in my group of friends in high school, we had a token white guy. So, you know. Best kind of white guy to have. If you <laughs> right? let them get too many in and one we, space. And we didn't have an African-American black guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they were all, they were all like, African. <laughs> They're real African. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, There's so a yeah. lot more immigrants in our group. <laughs> Good work ethic, right? Good work ethic. Guys got good grades. Second generation. I oh hell, you fucking guys got yeah. Good grades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That group was good. Yeah, I get it. I dig it. Yeah, I, that was not my group of friends. We were white. <laughs> yeah, we were white. Yeah. Well, you grow up where you grow up, man. Whatever is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so that's yeah. So that unf- the reason I chose Unforgiven. Getting yeah. back to the movie, Unforgiven to me is the pinnacle of. Uh, of of westerns, yeah, it's so good. They basically stopped making them after that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was ninety like two. Was that? Yeah, yeah. They, like they've tried a couple. Like they tried three ten to Yuma. Yeah, they try, you know they try like these ones every once in a while, and yeah. it's n- never even like everybody. Yeah, was like, nah. it was like Unforgiven. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, dude, I've, I've I mean, that, like just that, some like, of the like I remember. I I still like. I like it's seared in my head are like some of the shots in the rain mm-hmm. in that movie. He, like, yeah, like when he finally decides, like, okay, I'm gonna start killing again. Yeah, that change in him. Yeah, like just he just goes dead inside. Yeah, and you can just like it just gives me chills. He's it's the best acting Clint Eastwood has ever done. Yeah, yeah, it's for sure. Fantastic. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking great. That's a fucking great movie. That that was one of the first movies I watched. When I got like got into college and started to like get into film, yeah, 
Yeah. That's a good one. Because it was that, and then Outlaw Josie Wales. Through, uh, so you kind of went backwards through his. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> catalog. Yeah, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, fucking love Sergio Leone, so that's what, Oh, yeah. those movies are the yeah. best. Yeah. The best. It's the greatest music ever. Yeah, totally. Fucking, uh, was it, uh, Ecstasy of Gold, I think is, is the one from Good, Bad, and the Ugly? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's a, that's a regular in a, in a, in a soundtrack playlist mm-hmm. for me. For sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah. And it might sneak into itself into a workout every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird workout, too. Well, it, 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 the problem is that it's such a long buildup. But once it's in that, like, full, you know, you know, fury it's your, it's of it. Your, it's your yeah. warm-up song. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good warm-up song. Maybe that's what I need to do with it. <laughs> Start there. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, What's your next movie? What's your number? Where are we at? Number two. Yeah, number two. Uh, this is my. I I I tend to put this as my number one movie, but here's the thing: there is one change, one big change I would make to this movie. Uh, maybe a, there's maybe a second, but uh, this is my hill to die on movie. Okay. You know, this is my, like, obviously Star Wars as a whole, I love. You know, you could pick a lot of different, a couple different Star Wars movies to be, like, top ten movies for me. Like, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, uh, The Last Jedi is up there for me. Uh, actually, those are the only two that I'd actually put in the top ten. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I just I thought about it. No, no. A New Hope. A New Hope I would put in the top ten. Um <laughs> But, like, Return of the Jedi would be very damn close to top ten for me. Okay. You know, and Rogue One would be very d- damn close to top ten for me. Okay. But uh, but Last Jedi is so fucking close to a perfect film for me. Like, you can pause that movie anywhere, and it's a fucking beautiful frame. It is, yeah. Like, it, the colors are are so good. I'm mentioning these because these are the, the most minor things that I love about the movie. Thematically, this movie is amazing. It is the spiritual successor to Empire. That's why it, it, it's up there for me. And I know there are people who hate this movie and froth at the mouth with it. And, he, and you know what? You're right for hating this movie. That's fine. This this movie is similar to the way I love Volume Two and in Volume Volume Two of Guardians of the Galaxy, and that doesn't resonate with everybody. This resonates with me in a different way than other people. Obviously, I will go and fight for this movie with anybody, when, whenever it happens. I try to resist it as much as possible, but sometimes you can even hear on voice chat when, like, I'm I'm trying to hold the my insides from screaming <laughs> when it comes up in a conversation. I have never needled you in chat intentionally. <laughs> I want you to know that. I know, I know, you know, because there's never no. Done that. I don't. I just don't want like some fights. Like I, I'm tired of this fight. I'm so tired. Of so this tired, fight. boss. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is a Green Mile reference, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that make me Tom Hanks? Yeah. Is that what's happening here? Yeah, I think so. Um, All right. <laughs> I'm going to try to be funny again. Good luck. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But, uh, I mean, The Last Jedi, I fucking love Ryan Johnson. Obviously, I love what George Lucas did yeah. as a creator. I think he's almost like a tragic character as a director in terms of everything he wanted to do and what he ended up doing, you know. But he's, what he's he, going to be remembered for. Yeah, and he did some amazing fucking stuff. Like, he should, like, that should never be forgotten. But The Last Jedi builds on Star Wars in a really cool way because here's the thing. That, like, we, we, we were already a little, like, like look, I... I 
I'm softer on the prequels than I was before, but I still don't think they're particularly good movies. No. You know, uh, and, you know, thank God for, like, the animated stuff to really, like, build out the universe in a really cool way. That restored Star Wars for me in a big way. So, like, already, like, I was primed to, like, all right, this could be good or bad. Force Awakens was okay. Mm-hmm. There was a lot I loved about it. There's one big change I'd make in that movie. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed it. It was, Good But that start. movie is more of like a reset movie. It's not really about like, it's like, all right, here's right, we're resetting expectations. We're going back to what you guys loved about the original trilogy. And obviously there was a lot of people who had a problem with that, which is like, all right, fine. I, I understand if, if all of them are like this, then yeah, you have a legit criticism. Because then Star Wars is nothing new. It's We're, we're going to still have the same, like the heroes rush in, they rush out without any consequence. And because of the fact that they rush in and they aren't able to rush out without consequence, this movie alone makes Star Wars something special. I think that this movie makes Star Wars back, makes it, Maybe a little less predictable than it than it has been. Gives it stakes again, right? Like th- this, this gives it makes makes those mo- and it makes all those moments in the past special again too. You know, we didn't just have a repeat of the emperor; we got him out of the way, and we were on track to have a really cool villain. <laughs> you know, <laughs> to be, c- come up in its place. You know, we had a really cool idea of like a- again. It depends on your expectations going into this movie. I I, I get it. Like. If you if you wanted this movie to be about Luke and Han and Leia and their adventures again, then you're sorely going to be disappointed, and that's fine. But those expectations got broken a movie before that. That's what you I felt too. Yeah, I don't know. But how, again, I don't know how you blame Last Jedi for that. That well, doesn't make sense to me. And it's funny because Lucas always talked about these three trilogies being generational stories. Like the first movie was Anakin's generation, the second was Luke's generation, and now it was Ray's generation. So I bought into Ray quickly enough. I get it. People've got the Mary Sue label for her. Yeah, she is, and so is so Luke. Is Luke, and so right. is Anakin. Yeah. So, like, I, I never, I don't really understand. And so is Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't understand the critique there, but fine, you know, there is a critique there. But what I love about this movie is, I do think it's true to who Luke is in a in a huge way because I always remember one of the the biggest issue I had with the originals was there was supposed to be big consequences for Luke rushing off to Bespin, abandoning his training. And not just because it was abandoning his training, but the idea was his impulsiveness was going to result in more suffering for his friends, right? And, and, and of course, like, you can go into, like, if you read interviews with, like, Gary Kurtz and all these people, like, there was supposed to be a darker ending to Return of the Jedi when it was supposed to be Revenge of the Jedi, and, like, Lucas was going to do more movies and do it with other filmmakers. People always forget this, that he didn't want to direct all the movies. He wanted to hand it off to filmmakers to for Star Wars to be some a, play, uh, a sandbox they could play in. And that's what, again, like, I love that Ryan Johnson gets to play in this movie, and it's a Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie. It's not... It, it there is a George Lucas a, aspect of it. There's it respects it. It respects the the history even, and the sandbox that it's playing in. Yeah. but it takes it in a different direction. It's not just a retelling. It's not J.J. Abrams for all of his good things and bad things. And what the thing that he does, he he, he tells J.J. Abrams he, movies. He yeah. well, he retells. He loves doing homages. Homages yeah. ex- is, is exactly the word I was looking for. So that, he was perfect to do an homage to George Lucas. Right, and that was fine for Force Awakens, not as much for Rise of Skywalker, because you watch Rise of Skywalker, it's basically yeah. a clip show of everything you love in Star Wars. Yeah. If you want to watch that, that's fine. Like You can appreciate some of those 
it's beautiful. Rise of Skywalker it's well for that. Oh, absolutely. And the effects are cool. Yeah, but it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, the story <laughs> just doesn't work. Also, I mean, there's a lot of problems. There's a whole other podcast yes. to talk about the problems in the sequels and what they could have done to avoid it. That's not what this is. But I, I think I love the idea of Luke's impulsiveness still being a flaw. Like his his impulsiveness when he's looking at at Kylo Ren and seeing the all the the future pain that he can prevent. And he ignites his lightsaber, right? That same impulsiveness is the impulsiveness he has that leads him to leave Dagobah, that leads him to lash out at the Emperor and at Vader in Return of the Jedi. And so you have that same impulsiveness, that, that impulse to save his friends, that, that triggers that moment that pushes Kylo Ren away. Mm-hmm. And that, that's such a great way to continue that story. You know, I, I know people wanted, like, there, there, there were there's a there's a group of people that wanted a perfect Luke, but I like the idea of a flawed hero. I even like the idea. I and I know a lot of people hate this that he threw the lightsaber as soon as he got it, but that was the exact last thing we saw him do with the lightsaber was throw throw it away because it was the most Jedi thing he could do, you know. So and then and this has one of my like favorite scenes the 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 conversation with Yoda about failure. You know, and those are the lessons we we pass on as teachers. Like all of it, like this movie, like thematically has everything I wanted to. The stuff that they do with Poe. Poe is not just a hotshot pilot. He's not just he's not just a clone of Han at this right. point. Yeah, they he's, actually give him. He's an interesting arc. character. Yeah. Leia has really cool stuff going on. Ray has good stuff. I think Finn is the tough part about this movie. I like what they do with Finn. I understand. It's a little, like, I think there's a little... Here's the one thing I would have changed with that movie. Instead of saving space horses, they should have saved the orphans on the planet, on Canto Bight. Because I actually really like Canto Bight a lot. But saving the orphans probably would have been a little bit more meaningful than saving the space horses. Because it could have also led to them helping create the new Jedi Order. Because that's kind of what I was hoping for in in episode 9, but... We're yeah, going to get really, in episode 10. They really missed that opportunity, didn't they? Because right? you have that kid at the end who's exactly, more sensitive. Yeah. Right? And they yeah. just leave him there in slavery. But, but that's like what we're getting assholes. for episode 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. But leaving the kid in slavery is a big problem for me. Assholes. I have a hard time dealing with that one. It's like, oh, well, I guess the kid still is going to get beaten. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to pay for this shit. Right? Um, so, yeah, that that was that's my one, one big thing I changed with that movie. But everything else in that movie, like... I I know people c- complain about the gravity bombs. I hear that argument so many times. But if you com- if you're complaining about gravity bombs, watch the original trilogy because that shit. There's a lot of gravity in space, buddy. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is my hill to die on movie. I get too uh, too uh, defensive it's, of it. <laughs> it is my second favorite Star Wars film. Yeah, Empire being the first. No. Really? No. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, that th- not what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. It is my second favorite. So what's but, your number two movie? Uh, is it? My number two movie is actually Reservoir Dogs. It's a great movie. This is a movie that made me believe I could make movies. Yeah. Yeah. And and like and and not like in a way of like, oh, I can make something that fucking awful. Right, right. But more like you like, you can oh, see the possibilities of what you can do with film. I can see that I yeah. go, oh, like I could write something that like is true to me and sounds like in my voice. Yeah. Because like like when Quentin and and Kevin Smith and um, uh, Robert Rodriguez yeah when those three guys hit all at the same time like 
it like it changed filmmaking. Like, totally, yeah. It was like, oh shit! Like these guys are making A grade movies that are winning awards. Right. And everybody's raving about making ha- money hand over fist for twenty grand or thirty six grand. Or, you know, like shit like that. Like, oh, they put it on a credit card. Yeah, like, yeah, what? exactly. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Christ! They made a movie, and yeah. it's like in movie theaters. Yeah, like that was amazing to to have that. I mean, this is before the internet. This is before iPhones. Like, when everybody was, like, filming. You know, now you go, it's like, you don't think about, oh, I can just film this. And it looks amazing. Right. Like, you had to have, like, cameras and shit. And they were heavy and awkward. And I remember filming on, you know, VHS and and tape and shit. Mini DV tapes. Oh. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah, I got a box of mini DV tapes. (laughs) Editing was a motherfucker on those things. It sucks. Yeah. Um. Like, but but it made it believable. Yeah, it made it believable, and it made me like just it. It just sparked an interest in me that my early twenties, like of like, oh shit, like this is this is something that I'm like for the first time I saw value in education. Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to learn how to tell stories like that. I right, wanna, I want to I want to do something with that, um, and that morphed into into a radio career. But um, yeah, I I fucking love that movie. It's so. Basic, yeah. It's like I mean, it's so simple. It's so like even like the costumes are just black and white suits. Yeah. So iconic though, but it, it looks so good, shot in black and white. I mean, it's just it, it looks it looks amazing. It's so well written. The dialogue is so it's not natural. People don't talk like that, <laughs> right? But it's so like you just li- like it's stream of consciousness, yeah. In like dialogue, perfectly written. Yeah, and delivered in such a cool and interesting way to me. Like yeah. I, I just I fucking love that movie. Yeah, I love that movie. It's so good. Yeah, and I, I lo- you know, and I love Quentin, and that's and I, lo- I don't think there's any of his movies that I didn't like. Right, but that one, just that one is still special. special. Yeah. yeah, yes, Pulp Fiction is a better film. Yeah, I don't, I don't you see. I it's funny because I actually think Reservoir Dogs is the better film, but Pulp Fiction. Is just so much more. It's fun. more consumable. Yeah, it's more consumable. It is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I'm a basic bitch. I get it. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get it. <laughs> and, you know, and it's. And I think that's why I like. I think that's why I like Reservoir Dogs is because it's not as accessible, right? As Pulp Fiction is, right? Like it's pretty grim. Yeah. Like, it's really fucking grim. Like when they cut off the ear. Oh god, that scene is so rough. Yeah. The brilliance of having the camera pan away. Yeah. So you and don't your see imagination it. just goes wild with oh, it. Oh, it makes it so much like it's because a horror movie would just like linger on it yeah. and there'd be sinew and you'd right. be like, Oh, this looks so fucking stupid. Yeah. Like ha 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 ha. But the fact that they that he pans away yeah. and you just hear the screaming and the oh, it's just so good. It's yeah. bri- it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. I lo- I love that about it. Yeah. It's a great film. It really is. Yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I think I said already earlier in the episode before we got started with our countdown itself, but yeah. It, I mean, it's it's a great film. Yeah. So that's my that's my number 2. Yeah. What's your number 1, my friend? Uh similar to how you said like this really like, there are a lot of mo- different movies in different ways that have said, like, oh, this is what you can do with film. I think I could, this is not, like, I think I, I want to do this, too. It wasn't so much that I can do this, but more that I want to do something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and Into the Spider-Verse. Holy shit. And um, I, I still haven't seen the new one uh, at this po- at the time of this yeah. uh, this recording, but holy shit. 
Star- uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I, there's not a single thing I'd change about that movie. <laughs> there really isn't. And that, it, it's... It's that such movie, a cool piece of art. Yeah, it comes together in every way. Like the, I mean, it dialogue is so well written. The every visual gag, like the bagel gag, not the, only the gags, but just the visuals of the art. Style. The actual style of the movie yeah, yeah. is just on point. the The idea of style being able to inform the theme and character to this degree. I mean, maybe Wes Anderson does it like that. Uh, maybe Paul Tom, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson, I think, also does that too, really well. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, there's not a lot of filmmakers that are able to do it on every level. Like, this is and with animation, it's a, it's much more collaborative than even live action is. Right. So it, it it's so cool to see it come like all together the way it does in this film. And feel cohesive. Yeah, and yeah, it's kind of a miracle. And and it's it's the right it, it it is one of the right ways to talk like to do a diversity of perspective movie, because th- th- like diversity is something that like is getting thrown around a lot. And some people are are shitting on it, and some people are praising it too much. And it's it, it's there there's there's a, it's something that should be valued, but does have its place, you know. Um, but like I. I love it's fun. It, it, it is funny because it, it, it made me a little annoyed. One, there's a friend of mine who watched this movie and was like, "I think they should have made this movie from like uh, Jake Johnson's Peter Parker perspective because Miles doesn't do anything in this movie." And it was just, it th- that's that's where like, unfortunately, sometimes I feel the cultural divide, you know. And it's just like, oh, I this person's well-meaning. There's not a racist bone in their body with this, you know. Right. But it was just one of those moments where they just didn't phrasing. <laughs> you could have just said, "Yeah, I just didn't identify with the character." Right, right, okay. and and and, now, and and everybody goes, "Oh, okay." They don't go, "Oh, you fucking racist." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's just one of those. It's like a fe- I felt bad because it was just like you you miss this really cool story that was told that you you just don't see from an uh, you know another in another way. And like this is also like one of those things where like I like that you reinvent a character. Yes, I would like to see more new characters created, absolutely. But, like, I also like that this idea of, like, the mask and anyone being behind the mask, the everyman aspect of Spider-Man really comes through. Like, I I always like Spider-Man. That's why the alternate Spider-Mans work for me. Right, because it is different characters. Physical different characters. They didn't just and they give them different powers, yeah, and different backgrounds and different abilities. Like they're they're unique individual heroes. Exactly. That's why this is done. That totally works for me. That's the way to do it. Yeah, and that's why again this feels right. You know, on a lot of those levels, like it isn't just a lazy like. All right, well, we just put put them in these. Just making a checkbox, right? Well, we got it. We need we need one of these. So I guess this character is that now. Yeah, because I do value, I do really value diversity in storytelling. Like there there are perspectives. It's great. It's a great way to experience another perspective. Like I mean, there's, I mean, all these movies are perspectives I've never personally experienced. So it is funny when people are like, I don't know, this is too foreign for me, you know. But what, you know, whatever. Like that, that's maybe more a testament to whether it resonated with you or how well or badly the story was told, you know. Yeah. So, um, this, th- but this movie, man, like I, I like every every little bit of it. it it's such a cool, not quite coming of age, but. 
like someone coming into their own, realizing who they are, a self-actualization story. It's done so fucking well. All the other side characters are fantastic and fun, you know, and some of them even have like really good arcs to go along with it. You have a really interesting choice for a vil- for the villains here or in in particular Kingpin and like the hang up he has as a character and how it's it, it's hurting him is 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 so so damn cool like i man i yeah i can't like there's no end of the praises for this movie yeah this is when when people say to me i don't get superhero movies they're just stupid and dumb yeah this is a movie i direct them to yeah be like this is a special movie. Yeah, this has the yeah you know, this Guardians one and two, um, Logan. Yeah, like those movies. Like this is this is what you can do with a superhero movie. Yeah, right. I I get Iron Man one wasn't your thing. Like yeah. I get that. Like, sure. Yeah, that it's candy. I get yeah. that. Comic books can have some meat too yeah. and some vegetables and and some su- substance to them. Right. And the, these move that movie and and the other ones I mentioned also like have that going for. Yeah, and I, I I completely agree with you. Into the Spider Verse is one of it's probably the most interesting use of animation. Yeah, and style I've seen in animation since the eighties. Yeah, like it's, oh, it's it feels so fresh to me. Right, it it doesn't feel like when you were like, oh, Prince of Egypt has like this really great animation. I was like. Not really. Like it has okay animation. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's not quite like this. Not, yeah. yeah, like they didn't break anything new. It's <laughs> not like I'd never seen anything that I'd never seen before. Yeah. In Prince of e- in Prince of Egypt, it's not that it's bad. It's not bad animation. Right. It's right. extremely well executed. But yeah. there's nothing new there for me. Sure. Into the Spider Verse was like, oh my god, I didn't even know animation could look like this. Right. Like this is amazing. This is stunning. Like yeah. this is a different way to tell a story. Yep. And not you know oh it's a cartoon yeah you know uh, no this was this was different like the art told was, was a character in the right. story and to- right. helped tell the story in a way that you couldn't do in any other medium exactly yeah yeah it's it's phenomenal yeah it's phenomenal I love that movie I really do all right my number one are we ready yep Star Wars A New Hope ah there we go fuck you. And anybody else who says that that's not the best Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. It's it's yeah. it's the one it's the one by every, that, that everything yeah. else is measured by. Yeah. Everything else. Yeah. It started blockbuster movies. Yeah. I mean it's it's hard yeah. I can't sit on this movie in any way. It's yeah. it's a game changer. Yeah. And is it the greatest movie? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's got problems. Yes. Yeah, a lot of fucking problems. You know, but it's fucking great do you, do you in all those, of in all of its flaws. Do you it's think fucking perfect? Do you think those problems are a consequence of what we've gotten as uh, as the world yes. building is continued, or is it actually a problem with the film itself? It's not a problem with either one of those things. The problem is is that pe- as people continue to grow, like that was the first of its kind of film, right? So as people built on that, they got better at it. Right. Okay. And as time has gone on, we've gotten better and better and better at how to tell that story and those kinds of stories. And so by comparison, everything after it looks, looks a little dated. Looks better. Sure, yeah. And you look back at it and you're like, well, fuck, man, look how great Guardians of the Galaxy was at telling yeah. 
almost an identical story, but yeah. it's done so much better. Yeah. Like technically, it's 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 such yeah. a better movie. But it, it is Star Wars. Like but I remember, Star- I yeah. that was the first thing I said when, when I walked out of the first Guardians movie. I said I watched. Uh, I basically watched Star Wars with four Han Solos and a Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, but and that's and that's great. Yeah, that's fucking great. I'm glad that we make better movies than we did in the 70s. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, that's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't like but but that doesn't lessen the impact and the a- absolutely astronomical effect it had on yeah. an entire industry and and in in society. Yeah. Like it's it's unbelievable. And it was the first movie I ever fucking saw in a movie theater. Yeah. That's And special. it changed my life. Yeah. Like like I love movies because I saw Star Wars. Yeah, you know, if my mom had maybe taken me to see Serpico, <laughs> you'd be. <laughs> I probably wouldn't be quite as excited about film. <laughs> or this is, or this list would be dramatically different. <laughs> yeah, it would be very different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that movie is is the king to me. Yeah, everything else kind of yeah. measures by. I mean, measured by that. The. I'm a little jealous that your first theater experience is this film. It's it's, it's hard not to. Fair. It's yeah. not fair. Yeah, it's it, not fair. That's a special thing to be yeah. able to say. Yeah, like, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Like the other night, we were playing WoW with our friends, our guild. Yeah, and, and they, they were, were talking. Like, oh, I, re- I saw Star Wars in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking amateurs. 1987? No, they were like talking 19- about. Oh, they were talking about the. the they sequels. were talking about the. No, no, they the were talking about the prequels being the, pre- the movies they saw as little kids. Yes, yes, that's and right. Was, and like, even oh, then, like uh, even me, I was just like, uh, at least I was a teenager in high school when those movies came out. Like. I just wanted to throw my dick on the table and be like, yeah. bitches. You should have. I should have. You really should have. I didn't want to be that guy. I was like, they had their prequels. I know, it? exactly. That's, that's when they saw it, and, that's what, and they love Star Wars because of that. Yeah. And Why do cool. I got to like be like, bitch, that ain't shit. Look at this. Like, right. I love Star Wars because of when I saw it. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what's cool about Star Wars and the way that the – the way that it's all kind of worked out, yeah. where you have like generations being exposed to it at different times, they come and, to and, it in different and they, ways. Yeah, yeah, they come to it in different ways, and they love it in their time. Yeah, that's I, really all that matters. That, that's that's such an important thing to me because I like I hate getting locked into this like conversation of like, oh, well, the sequels suck, you know, and I I, I agree that at least one sequel sucks, you know. <laughs> But oh, I don't know anybody who likes that third movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I may, there is probably is someone, and I'm not going to judge that either. I I think the thing I is will a little bit. If that's if you know what, if that's someone's first Star Wars movie, I will not. I, I will not judge why that. they hate Star Wars. I get it. I, get <laughs> I will. It. I will not judge them for that if that's their first Star Wars movie. But here's the thing. I think the cool thing. That I always like to get to, and I don't like to get into a conversation of like, oh, well, this sucks, gravity bombs, you know, this this abandoned, you know, like, my expectation of who Luke was. I, I get bored of the canon conversations and, and that conversation. The thing that I always find interesting is what brought you to Star Wars and what made you stay. Because I think those are very interesting things to talk about. Because it says a lot about what resonated with you in these movies because yeah. the the thing is about the what's cool about the Star Wars universe 
and and I think what will continue to be cool about the Star Wars universe is, at, especially as it expands, is different things are going to bring people into Star Wars. Like one of the things is I love, like I love. Obviously, I mentioned character and theme with any movie is a big deal with me, but I also love. Star Wars is sort of a remix of other films that it isn't necessarily an original idea, but it's an original sort of permutation of other ideas. And it like takes all these like influences from all over mythology and other films, World War II films, Kurosawa takes uh, Western and Eastern spirituality and religion. It takes history, you know, World War II uh, sort of like anthropology, cultural, like how cultures evolve all these different things kind of come into Star Wars in a really interesting way. And, and like, I mean, you even, like, if, if you love, like, obviously, like, like Lucas just loved car racing. So, like, that was his thing with, with, with spaceships, you know? Like, I, lo- I love, like, I love watching, like, air combat, like, do- dogfighting, like, World War II movies. Like, that shit is fucking amazing. And Star Wars does that in an even more special way. That was the thing that made me fall in love with Star Wars, actually, initially from the video games, uh, and then in, and, and, and then into the movies as well. Okay. Um, but that was my initial draw in a big way. And, of course, the lightsabers and shit like that, obviously. Right. you know. Right. But then, like, I, was, I stayed for the characters and sort of Star Wars is a remix of other films and the thematic stuff and the spirituality and mythology, like, all that, like, that Joseph Campbell shit. Like, all that is the stuff that makes me stay. But, again, like, everyone has a different end to this series. Like, there's going to be people who watch, like, for, you know, my first Star Wars movie, I did watch it in release order, you know, so... I watched, you know, A New Hope. I loved it there. But I really fell in love with it with Return of the Jedi because that last saber fight is, I think, is still my all-time favorite. Well, it's my second favorite fight, but it's my favorite lightsaber fight. First fight obviously goes to uh, Yoda versus R2 and and Empire. Like that. (laughs) With the saber hammering on him. Mine, mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's always going to be number one in my heart. (laughs) That makes sense. You know, again, the sense of humor for Star Wars is also a big deal. I mean, it's what's funny. It's always funny because, yeah, Star Wars, it's not that Star Wars isn't dark at times. Right. But Star Wars is a lot more lighthearted than people give give it credit for. Because, like, one of the first lines in a Star Wars movie, the first one of the first lines in Star Wars is sort of a little bit of a joke from two of the droids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you have the slapstick comedy of them, like, running across the <laughs> the, sea, the, the hallway as yeah. just, blazers are going past them. They're like, oh! <laughs> so funny. Right? It's hilarious. Yeah. The odd couple pair of yeah. R2 and, and 3PO yeah. It's fantastic. Fussy protocol droid, this <laughs> sassy R2 droid. It's right? Just, it's silly. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a fun franchise. It's a yeah. fun story. You're absolutely like the, and that's one of the things that I love about Star Wars 2 that you were saying is the, like the remixing and the retelling yeah. of other stories. Yeah. Like it just does that on a level and in a way that had never been done before. Yeah. In film. Yeah. That, you know? Which I I don't mean to go back to my movie because we're still talking we're talking about Star Wars as a whole, as a whole. There's another thing that I really loved about the Last Jedi because Ryan Johnson did that. Yeah, because he also did he took time. I think they did 30 days of him watching different movies and TV episodes with the crew at Lucasfilm, so that they could all get on the same page with like the movies and the TV shows that he, that are influencing yeah. him. And like, who the fuck does that for any movie? Right, like that. Right. That's so cool. Like, right. like I, I, that's the kind of thing like I would want to do if I was creating, 
creating right. a movie so that everyone knows, okay, we're all on the same page. Yeah, this like is totally, where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, this is the story that we're going to tell. And right. This, like, you know what, When we, in this scene that we're going to do, yeah. this is what I'm referencing. Right. This is the feel that I want to create. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Apparently there were some Clone Wars episodes in there too. Makes which sense. May, again, like the respect for like not just the movies but for the animation as well. Yeah, which is like been some of the best storytelling is in the animation. So right. Like if you're – if you haven't dove in on the animation side of Star Wars, you are missing out big time. Right? Big time. Yeah. Even even like the lesser rated Star Wars animation yeah. is still great storytelling. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And yeah. Yeah. But it's such a fun universe and it's like I said like it it changed it changed yeah. the entire industry. It changed society, it changed culture. Like there's just no bigger film in my yeah. mind than Do you Star think Wars. there is a more American film? Than Star Wars, or do you think it's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah Rambo. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, very different type of American thing, but yeah, Top Gun. Because it's funny because like Star Wars doesn't do as well internationally, um, despite their attempts. I think now that might be changing now with stuff like uh, Andor, because Andor definitely like lean, and Rogue One leans a little bit more outside of an American yeah. influence, but yeah. apparently, like Star Wars has always had a hard time catching on, getting outside of its own. Yeah, way. I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't. I, it's hard for me to say because I don't really have enough of a an good international pers- perspective. Yeah, yeah. A good perspective on what international yeah. people like. Film right. wise. Yeah, I know. It's it's a hard yeah. I don't really care. Right. <laughs> I guess I'm a racist. No, that's not racist. Yeah, I kind of feel like it probably is. Could be a little bit. I mean you're a little racist. But we're all a little racist. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are if you're listening to this podcast. I'm sorry to inform you that. You're weird if you're not. <laughs> saying that. That's all I'm saying. God, it, I can't I I can't tell you how much I enjoy making white people uncomfortable, especially with, like, the, all the cultural shit that's going on now. Like, when I, whenever I get to make make a, a race joke with, with with another friend who's, like, a minority, whether they're black or Asian or Indian, in front of a white person, and they can't, like, like, you'd, they, like they, they want to laugh, but they can't, is, is, it's, God, it's so much fun. <laughs> I know you're not that person. Because <laughs> I'll laugh. Yeah, exactly. I'll definitely laugh. And you'll throw in a worse joke. <laughs> like, oh, oh, and. and uh, 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 <laughs> it'll start getting a little too Charlottesville. Like, we got to sometimes pull whoa, whoa, pull, whoa. pull back. Hey, you see my you're, Torch guys? <laughs> we're not replacing you, Ben. We're not replacing you. <laughs> uh, I'm like, please replace me. <laughs> I'll take that welfare queen money. <laughs> So silly. <laughs> what a silly time. <sighs> I love it. Yeah, we'll have to share some stories. I, I have a couple stories for you off camera. I can't tell. But <laughs> some good stuff. Yeah, I, I realized I had something in common with Bobby Lee when, when I realized how much joy I get from making white people uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> because he's so good at making, not just white people, but making people as a whole uncomfortable is that his humor comes from that. And I'm like, uh, I got to lean into that a little bit more every now and then I do. It it's with- not great at work. It's not a great thing to do at work, obviously, but I know, I've been doing it at work. <laughs> I haven't too. <laughs> get fired. Um, God in a blaze of glory, man. Yep. As I, everybody, like anybody who knows me, like that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Of course. That's how we got fired. <laughs> 
All right, buddy. Well, that was a good list, man. We yeah. got a, we got a good good bit out of that. Uh, that was fun. It was inter- you had some interesting choices. You had a yeah. lot of choices I did not expect. Yeah, a lot of choices. I, a couple that I was like for sure. I, I knew Guardians would be on there. I knew Jedi would be on there. Yeah. Into the Spider Verse makes all the sense in the world. I did not see South Park and Prince of Egypt. Oh probably. yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I know it's tough because there's lots of Pixar movies I love. Right, you know, like you didn't pick Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. is my I know Monsters Inc. and The Incredibles are two of yeah. like my all time favorites. Toy Story three, yeah. I fucking love. Yeah. You know, but but uh, I mean, yeah, I know Monsters Monsters Inc. Especially because he got the buddy cop thing going on there, you know, or the like. You, you know, didn't just put the buddy weapon. Uh, I mean, I love Lethal Weapon and I love Mel Gibson, but I don't know if I could put that on my top ten. Okay. Maybe not even top twenty. And I oh, love okay. Lethal Weapon. All right. Well, we may have to break, I, down. I, we have to break me, this down. I want to, to come, like do the next five. Trust me, I five want the Mel 10. Gibson comeback more than anybody else <laughs> apparently does. <laughs> I think I, think I you're might kind be the only one. Yeah. I think you're kind of in a minority. Dude is a hell of a director at the he's very a great least. Director. Well, he's doing uh, Passion of the Christ too. Yeah, that's not the movie yeah. I want him to come back to though. <laughs> well, let's let, let's move on, <laughs> Bell. Let let's get like. Whatever inspired you to do Apocalypto, let's get more of that. Oh yeah, you know. I, even, I keep forgetting that he made that movie. That movie even uh, what was Hacksaw God, Ridge? That... You know. Yeah. Guy's a masterful director. He might like if you're talking about like as in terms of master of story Did he structure. Patriot. No, he, that was he Roland Emmerich. Started. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. But he did, he directed Braveheart. Braveheart was his, right. his debut, I yeah. believe. And I mean, I think he won an Academy Award, a couple of Academy Awards for that one. I think. Yeah. Did so not, didn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't suck. That's oh, a fucking masterpiece, dude. That's a that's a great film. Yeah. It had the bust your nut as that's your first film. <laughs> yeah. That says again the star the South Park quote. <laughs> say what you say what you will about Mel Gibson, but the son of a bitch knows story structure is the most accurate quote they've ever had. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on YouTube, and to uh, subscribe, and also to uh, to rate and review us also on uh, on whatever podcast Smash platform. Buttons. Yeah, just hit the buttons. Some of, just not the dislike button. If I don't know, whatever. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> we are baddie. We are one. <laughs>